Today's Ag Spotlight episode is sponsored by Energrow. Energrow's oil seed pressing system helps farmers crush their feed costs. The easy way to make fresh, homegrown, high-quality meal, plus expeller-pressed oil right on the farm. The fully automated Turnkey Crush Pro is easy to set up and run 24-7. To learn more, go to energrow.ca. Chrissy Wozniak, and welcome to North American Ag Spotlight. Our guest today is an Ohio State graduate. He's been practicing dairy nutrition for more than 20 years, and he's the New York Territory Manager for Alltech. I'd like to welcome you, John Winchell. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate being here, Chrissy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And we just discovered that we're actually neighbors. We probably only live 20 miles away from each other, but there's the big mean border international border in between us that we are not allowed to cross right now but um but yeah it's nice to meet a neighbor too we know all the same places and that's pretty cool yep I can actually see Fort Erie pretty much from my house so it's awesome yeah that's so cool such a small world I had no idea yep Um, so you're clearly passionate about dairy and your work focuses on um, forage quality so how did you start out on this path did you actually grow up in dairy yes I did um yeah, I've, I was born and raised on a dairy farm in northeastern Ohio. We had Holstein and Brown Swiss. Uh, I loved it. It was a great way to grow up. I uh, was involved in 4-H quite a bit. Uh, did a lot of that stuff. I uh, was fortunate enough to do some stuff with 4-H that enabled me to to win some scholarships. And I knew that when I from a small age that I was going to be an ag my whole life. It just... I, it's one of those things I can't get it out of me. And I, and no matter if I try, I just, I just love it. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And I, I love meeting people with that, that deep passion for the industry. So tell me about how you entered your role at Alltech. Uh, well, I've been lucky enough. I've, I've had a great opportunity to utilize a lot of things that I've done through my career. And Alltech approached me about four years ago when I was working locally and I looked at it as an opportunity and, and I'm very careful about what I do in my career and I want to always go forward. I think when I was managing people before, I always, if somebody had a good opportunity, as long as they were moving forward or enhancing themselves, I always told them, if that's the case, do it. And I looked at Alltech as an opportunity uh, to do that, to travel around a little more and work with more producers and now that I've done it and been engulfed in it, I they give me the opportunity to, to create my own vision of what I want my territory and what I want to do. And it's just opened up a, a whole new life. That's really cool. Yeah, you can live your dream every day. It is amazing. Yeah, I, it, it's it's one of those situations where at this time in my life, Everything that I've done for a career, each job, I'm utilizing those things right now. And how many people can say that? Right. It's amazing. It That is amazing. And you've um, recently done a YouTube series of fireside chats. So yep. I know they focus on a lot of areas of the dairy industry. So how did you come up with the idea to do those? Well, probably the pandemic. I would say yeah. it was the big thing, you know, Zoom life or or yeah. or Teams life or whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, it was. I've always wanted to do something like that, and with different situations in the pandemic and a lot of people being on lockdown, I thought it was a good opportunity to 
invite in people that I thought were interesting and insightful mm-hmm. and also give back some information that I've learned that are maybe fringe things that a lot of people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. So my things like are kind of fringy. I mean, I even have one called backend biology, which talks about how manure, how you looking through the manure to see how their diets, you know, how everything that they eat impact their diet. So it's, it's just a, a completely unique thing. Right. Wow. And how do you think that um, COVID-19, what that impact is on the dairy industry, like from your perspective? <sighs> well, it's interesting. I'm, I'm obviously what I do is an essential part because I work with farms and, and feed mills and consultants on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But I really, you know, you look at it from how COVID has impacted fluid milk consumption. Obviously, restaurants were closed for a while and are closed somewhat again. Right. So fluid sales have been impacted. Now, butter's gone crazy. So it's become a butter world again, which mm-hmm. I guess I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then cheese is relatively strong, but definitely fluid sales and quotas have really impacted dairy. And let's face it, you can have a car or anything else and it's easy to turn it off. You can just turn the switch and you turn it off mm-hmm. when the production, you know, in Canada, you guys obviously utilize the quota and here with the production limits we had had to put on, you can't just turn a cow off. Right. I mean, she has that innate will to milk and she's going to milk whether you want her to or not. Mm-hmm. And so it's tough because we have to kind of reduce production and kind of turn off the cow or slow the cow down. And then recently the production limits had lifted here in the States. So now we expect that cow to get turned back on again. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to turn a cow off than to turn her back on. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, because it's just, it's just hard to do. It's like trying to slow down a, you know, a freight train. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, looking at it from that standpoint, I think things are pretty good. I mean, the first time around with COVID farms were, I thought, pretty insulated mm-hmm. because let's face it, most of our farms are rural and we don't really leave much. You know, we're very busy. It's a seven day a week job. And so we were pretty insulated and the people we deal with were pretty insulated. Mm -hmm. Um, This time around, I'm starting to hear of more farms and more ag suppliers that are, that are getting COVID and what I've been able to figure out from this, it seems like a lot of it's been college kids coming back home and then, you know, it's just, yeah. yeah. So that's really been, been the biggest thing. Um, But, you know, I just hope that, you know, a vaccine or something comes along that that's mm-hmm. going to make us get back to somewhat of a semblance of life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get back to, to something kind of normal again soon too. <laughs> so you have um, something that you're planning uh, to launch soon in the new year, and that's a new podcast. So tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yes. I'm planning on doing the, something called the Forage Five. And what the Forage 5 is, I'm trying to break down some topics into five-minute bites because, let's face it, for the most part, everybody is Zoomed out. Yes. There's just been so many webinars and so many meetings. And primarily, I'm doing meetings that are, you know, 45 to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And most people aren't going to want to do that. Mm -hmm. Come in for lunch. 
maybe they'll watch one if they're really interested in it. But for the most part, you know, your attention span is probably at least that two to five minutes. So that's what I'm planning on focusing on breaking things down and making things real visual. So -hmm. it's not your traditional podcast. There's going to be video and little interviews. It's going to be something that's, you know, going to be visual and hopefully people are interested in it and it, it, and it hits a, hits an interest level. Right. Yeah. Well, that's great. And so when are you planning to launch? So I'm planning to launch right around the beginning of the year. I'm finishing up a few right now. And then, you know, we're looking at putting some out between my wife and I putting some out for, you know, at least every plan is every week or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. And then who's, who's your target listener? Who, who do you want, you know, who's the audience that you're planning for? Primarily dairy farmers, I would assume dairy farmers, consultants, uh, nutritionists, It's kind of interesting what I'm doing in my career right now is you've got the nutritionist side of the business. You've got the ag, the agronomy side, and Mm -hmm. you've got me sitting in the middle. So when I go to farms, I'm kind of in between those. So Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to bring in some agronomy people, some weather people, just something trying to bring everybody together to a topic that, you know, not many people are talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And then who's the ideal interviewee? Who are you going to be talking to? Well, the ideal interviewee is going to be passionate people, Mm -hmm. for sure. You've got to be passionate about what you're doing. And what I look for and what I've looked for through the years and people that I've brought onto farms with me is someone that can break down the information. Mm -hmm. It takes something super technical and then bring it down to everybody's level. And that is what my ideal person is, is somebody that can passionately talk about something very, very simple. That's not simple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. Because if you, if you lose everyone, it doesn't matter how good the information is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. So then you said in one of our first communications that you're always looking for ways to give back to the industry. What do you want your legacy in it? agriculture to be? That's interesting. Um, I thought about that a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just turned 50. So when I think when we all turn 50, it's one of those things where we start to look at our lives. Right. You know, before you're 50, you know, when I'm in my 20s and 30s and 40s, I basically, I was living life. Now I'm looking at with, with small children and hitting 50 and thinking about it. I'm thinking of what I what I would like to give back. And, um, I had cancer four years ago Oh wow! and I'm fine, but thankfully I'm fine. But after that, I've really, it's completely changed my work ethic and I want to be the best at what I do. Mm-hmm. And I want to help and give back as much as I can to the dairies that I've worked with through the years and ones that I haven't worked with. So to me, uh, that's what I want my legacy to be. I want I want people to think that I've kind of helped in whatever way it is. I just want to give back. And then I want to teach my children this work ethic. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm laser, fo- laser focused for doing what I love. So. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I love that. And, uh, and, you know, I'm sure that a cancer scare that would really get you thinking, right? Yeah. I came out of absolutely positively nowhere and I'm fortunate. I had to, I had something else happen and 
and that was minor. And then when they did some MRIs, they said, Oh, there's something going on here. And I wouldn't have known that I would not be here today. Wow. Wow. That's lucky. Lucky and unlucky. I'm sure. (laughs) Very, very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking some time out to talk to me today. It was great learning more about you and we're, we'll definitely be, um, uh, putting your podcast on our best of egg section on North American egg. And so you um, get me that information as we go and we'll do, we'll do a launch on our side too. I definitely appreciate it. And thank you for what you guys do. It, it's, it's really important how you focus everything and, and advertise everything that people are doing. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Good talking to you. Yep. You too. See you. The way we conduct business in agriculture has endured a drastic change. Our handshake industry has traditionally been face-to-face, but with the cancellation of in-person events and farm shows, everyone has had to adapt, from farms to manufacturers to service providers. With a dizzying array of marketing and digital business choices, you need to make the right decisions or risk not being seen at all. If you need advice or a customized plan for your business, don't hesitate to reach out to me at chrissywozniak.com or chrissy.info because that's easier to spell. Don't risk not pivoting your business. Find the path that will take you into the digital space and be seen by our industry. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m., to register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.